Hi, everybody. So I'm really excited. I am here with my friend David, and we are going to be looking at the upcoming uh, movie calendar and talking about the upcoming two, uh, 2017 summer uh, releases. Ah, sorry. Shoot. Sorry. Let me turn that off. Um, so, yeah, we are, uh, we're going to be talking about the uh, summer uh, release calendar. Turn this off. There we go. Got it. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So now I'm not hearing the echo. Um, yeah. So we're talking about the summer 2017 releases. And, uh, and I'm here actually at my parents' house because we had the power. You'll notice my background is kind of different. Um, because I've been ha we had the power go out at my house, so <laughs> you have to bear with me. Uh, but um, uh, David, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is David Healy. Um, I met Rachel through a Film Freaks uh, Facebook group, which I am an admin for. So if any of you aren't in there, you should check it out. Um, yeah, and we also kind of run in the same survivor circle a bit. Yeah, we're survivor nerds. <laughs> yeah, and I actually co-host a survivor podcast too, which you're welcome to check out. It's at themidside.com. So yeah, 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 and I will get uh, that all of that to put in the um, description section uh, if you want to check that out. And do you want to explain a little bit about what Film Freaks is? And I'm going to have a link to that also in the description uh, section. Uh, what we do on that uh, Facebook page. Yeah, Film Freaks is a Facebook group where there's about. 200 of us, maybe definitely not 200 active members, but uh, we just chat about films, um, lots of polls. We talk about what movies we've seen recently, fun stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We do. Yeah, Rachel's an admin too. We do a weekly, uh, a, a weekly poll, a uh, sort of profile, I guess you might say. Yeah, the banner. Uh, yeah. For the group. yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I like it. It's a good group, so check it out. Yeah, okay. So we're going to get right into this, and I do have the chat room open if you want to uh, chime in your opinions about these films, and uh, and we're going to try to cover a little bit of almost everything, uh, every uh, genre. And um, so the first one that we have coming up is May 5th. There's uh, a huge release, at least for me, uh, is uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two? It's the latest Marvel yeah. film, and uh, and I am really excited for this movie. I it, it might be my second most anticipated of the year. I just loved the first one. I thought it was so much fun, and <clears throat> I've loved all the trailers. I love Baby Groot. He makes me so happy. And just the colors and the humor. And I really like that we're going to be seeing more of certain characters like Nebula, who I really liked in the first one. I'm, I'm, I think she's a very interesting character. And I'm excited to see what we, do, we get with her and getting Kurt Russell as uh, Star-Lord's dad. That's going to be really interesting. And, yeah, I'm just super excited. Where are you at on uh, Guardians 2? I mean, I'm on the same page as you here. 
I'm really excited about it. I remember when the first one came out, I thought it looked really good, but when I went to see it, it far uh, surpassed my expectations. It's definitely among my top at least three Marvel movies. It, it was great, so I just can't wait to see what they're going to do with the next one. Yeah. It just looks like it's going to be, like, so charming and funny from, like, the very, like, every character just seems like they're hitting it out of the park with with uh, uh, with uh, Gamora and Star-Lord and Drax looks hilarious. And yeah. I can't wait to hear what things uh, Drax is going to take too literal in this movie. That was my favorite, yeah. one of my favorite things in the first one is how he, how he took everything so literal. Yeah. And he's making fun of Star-Lord or... Uh, over everything. It looks hilarious. I'm excited right. about that. That'll be good. And I just think it's going to be yeah. a super, I hate, I almost hate using the word fun because I feel like it kind of is, it's sort of like saying something's nice. It doesn't really mean a whole lot, but oh man, it just seems like it's going to be so fun. <laughs> it does. And I want to know your thoughts on this because when I heard about the second one coming out, for some reason, I didn't expect uh, Groot to still be a baby. I thought he would pro probably be grown by the time they did the second one. So uh -huh. what do you think of that decision to have baby Groot? I think it's adorable. I, I mean, I love adult Groot, too, but I love baby Groot. Mm. <laughs> He's so cute. And, he is. <clears throat> um, yeah, I guess I don't know how long uh, it takes for you know, a Groot to grow, I guess. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, so if this is happening right after... Grow, so I, yeah. I don't know if this is happening right. right after the first one or if it just takes them a long time to grow or. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's a good question. I guess we'll find that out and a lot of other unanswered questions. I mean, <laughs> uh, I think that's one thing the director said is that this is supposed to answer a lot of questions that you might have after the first movie. So yeah, should be interesting. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Groot is the best. There's, I mean, we just know that he's going to steal the show. Yeah. Baby Groot is. It's going to be so cute, and I'm going to want tons of Baby Groot stuff. I, I just know it. <laughs> yeah. I'll be so disappointed exactly. if this one isn't good. I'm I because last year for me at least, almost every single blockbuster I didn't really like all that much. Yeah. <laughs> and well, so I mean, like. <laughs> did you hear what Chris Pratt is saying about this movie? What? He says this is the greatest movie in history of movies. <laughs> So, <laughs> I mean, it's got to be true, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, um, but it, it does look really good. So, all right. So we're, we're definitely we're all excited uh, to see it. Tom Cabler in the chat room says he hasn't seen the first one. What are you wow. doing? Stop right now and do watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, you need to get on that. Yeah. It's so good. You won't regret it. I'm going to be doing a double header. I'm watching, the, like, in the theater. I'm going to watch the first one and oh, then go right yeah. into the second one. So I'm so, so excited about that. And and then I actually am the next day, I'm so excited. Um, my friend Trevor over at How to Love Comics, he, he joined me for the Doctor Strange podcast. And he is going to join me for the Guardians as well. And we're going to be talking about the comics and the movies. And so um, that's going to be awesome. So you put that on your okay. calendar. Um, so... <clears throat> uh, so then we have the next one coming up is uh, on May 12th. This is King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. We actually have two releases that day. But um, uh, what are your thoughts on this? And I'll get you mine. know, um, <laughs> well, 
I'll say that this is not a genre of movie that I'm particularly big on. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not really sure like how I feel about it. The trailer doesn't really interest me so far. Um, I think I'd probably like it better if it was a Disney King Arthur, but it could be good. Uh, I'll probably buy it on DVD. Pe- people probably don't know this about me, but I'll buy just about everything on DVD. I have 2,406 movies on DVD. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of times I just buy them and never watch them. So. <laughs> well, they say there's some statistic that say like half of DVDs are never opened or something like that, which is oh, yeah. kind of crazy. <laughs> I think that's definitely true in, in my case. Because I'll usually, if I see a movie in the theater, I'll like it and I'll buy it and probably won't rewatch it. Yeah. But sometimes I do. It depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I do have those things where I'm like, oh, I really don't like, uh, like a certain movie, but I gotta have the whole collection, so I'll exactly. have ones that I know I'm not gonna watch, but it's like I gotta, I don't know, silly, but right. um, <laughs> but anyway, so I'm not a Guy Ritchie fan. I I haven't seen his his like two earlier like his earlier R-rated like hard R-rated films, but I didn't like either of his Sherlock Holmes films, and I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, a man from uncle, even though I like the performances in there. Uh, I, I just thought his, the way he shoots action, I don't care for with the quick cuts and the, and the slow motion and the shaky cam. And it's just, I just find it really unpleasant to watch. And, uh, and so I, I just feel like, especially with man from uncle, like I felt like that movie could have been so good, but he ruined it with his directing. Makes me so nervous about his Aladdin. Oh, is he, he's doing yes. Aladdin? He's doing Aladdin, which seems like the complete wrong choice to be doing Aladdin to me. But anyway, um, and this thing is, I think it has disaster written all over it. It's been delayed for like multiple times. Right. It, uh, it, the, the trailers, I think, look really bland. Uh, it kind of reminded me of this, the Assassin's Creed trailers. Uh, and I don't know. I just don't think it looks very good. And it's such a shame because I feel like we've only ever gotten one really good king arthur movie that i've ever seen at least you know it's like it's this great story with like mm-hmm. love and 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 honor and you know the knights of the right table and guinevere and lancelot and just got so much good stuff and yet it seems to be something impossible to make a good i don't even like the disney sword in the stone one um that much and uh, and the only one i really like is called first night with um richard Gere and oh, sean right. connery that one i like but uh i i I, I just don't think this looks looks good at all. Yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna pass on it. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Uh, it looks really boring, um, but uh, who knows? Maybe it could be a surprise. You never could know. Be. I guess you never know. Um, okay, so the same day uh, we are getting uh, a movie called Snatched. Uh, this is a comedy with Goldie Hawn and Amy Schumer, and this is probably most significant because. Goldie Hawn hasn't been in a movie for 15 years. So this is interesting that she would pick this one. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize it had been that long. <laughs> yeah, I forget which one it was that it was since 2002 when I looked it up. It was the last time she was in a movie. Hmm. And so uh, it, it's uh, interesting uh, that uh, that she would pick this one, I guess. Um, you'd figure maybe she must have thought it was pretty funny, I would think. Uh, if she was going to come back uh, after all these years, but 
Uh, it certainly doesn't look like my cup of tea, and I'm a little tired, and we're going to talk about this three more, there'll be three of these movies this summer we'll talk about, but I, I'm a little tired of the girls can be raunchy too. Isn't that shocking? You know, like I feel like we've had so many movies where there's bad moms or bridesmaids or just uh, a bachelorette party, or we've had so many movies like that lately where it's like, it's supposed to be funnier just because it's women that are being raunchy and i'm just tired of that gimmick i think fair enough i mean it does look like the summer of raunchy women um but i mean it's it seems to be a sister combination at the box office i mean yeah you have like melissa mccarthy kristen wig we have people like that who just keep having hits after hits and this is from the same producers as spy and the heat and i'm not sure if you'd like those movies but i really did so mm -hmm. i'm actually looking forward to snatch i mean yeah, we have a lot of overlap in our taste of movies, but there's definitely some <laughs> distinctions we have as sure, well. Sure, 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 and that makes so, it good. Yeah, I think this movie looks hilarious. Like, the trailer cracks me up. Um, Wanda Sykes is in it, and I love her, too. Mm. So uh, I'm definitely excited about this. I think uh, Amy Schumer is one of the funniest people in Hollywood right now. She's one of the realest people. So I think of these raunchy women comedies that we have this summer this is definitely the one i'm looking forward to the most okay cool yeah. um yeah i mean it, it definitely looked like it had some funny moments in the trailer and uh so i i doubt it'll be a disaster that's for sure yeah i don't no know chance I'm you just... watch it what's that no chance you watch it uh probably not i doubt this one will be <laughs> for me but <laughs> Yeah, you never know. I I, uh, I I haven't watched Bridesmaids yet, so I. <laughs> okay, I think Bridesmaids is a little bit overrated. Oh, do you? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't like. I'm not a big fan of um, what's his name? Uh, the director of uh, of like Knocked Up and uh, I can't think of his name. I'm not sure. Um, he does a whole bunch of the sort of raunchy comedies. Um. Mm. Shoot, I forgot it. But anyway, um, and a lot of people, I don't know, I just didn't, I've seen a couple of his movies. I kind of ventured out of my um, out of my comfort zone and watched a couple of his movies, and I just didn't think uh, it was Judd Apatow. I just didn't think they were that funny. Oh, right. yeah. They weren't my, my thing. So, um, all right. Uh, so, yeah, it, hopefully. I mean, I, I, I always like to see uh, – good you know good comedies get out there so uh hopefully mm -hmm. it'll it'll be a good little hit for them um, yeah i think this is uh mother's day weekend too so that might be a big selling point for them okay I, kind of a mother-daughter comedy um i'm not mm. sure how many moms are gonna be rushing out to see this though it'll be Probably certainly it has to be better than last year's mother's day movie mother's day oh yeah I didn't watch that. It was really, it pretty terrible. really bad. It was really, really bad. Uh, so, all right. So good. Um, so then May 19th, we have uh, Alien. Uh, we have Alien Covenant um, coming out. And uh, and so uh, the the trailer, it looks kind of interesting. So it's this planet that it's a, this is a sequel to Prometheus, a prequel to alien movies, of course. Uh, so they're on this planet where humans have been. They find these pods. There's the classic alien sort of face plat. And, uh, and then 
it looks like it's getting back to kind of some of the horror roots of Alien, which we haven't seen in a long time, I feel like. And uh, my only worry with this one is I feel like I feel like this kind of movie is a lot scarier when you see as little of the aliens as possible. And yeah. it, like that's the problem with um oh crap, what's that? Uh, I am legend is it was so good when you didn't see the creatures, but then as soon as you see them, it just became meh, kind of lame. But um, uh, but I feel like certain shots of this trailer, I'm like, oh no, they're gonna show way too much much of these xenomorphs. Like the one, like you actually see the xenomorph, like on the, uh, like actually see the full xenomorph on this on that space pod, you know, like attacking them. Balls. What's that? When he's banging his head on the glass. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I hope that it won't go into sort of camp, kind of cheesy. That it'll be actual like scary and you know sort of effective in that way. What are your? How are you feeling about this? Um. I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll be honest. Maybe this uh, will hurt my image with some of your viewers, but huh. I, I've only seen Alien, the first Alien, and okay. Prometheus. I haven't seen any of the sequels or the Predator movies or any of those crossover movies. So, um, I, I, I didn't know it was a sequel to Prometheus and not to the other movies, but that makes sense because I kind of thought it seemed more Prometheus than Aliens watching the trailer. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it looks good. Um, I think Catherine Waterston, her hair in this movie is is not super pleasant, but uh, I think it was yeah. maybe a homage to Ripley and Alien, the okay. short, kind of, you know. Um, I'm, I'm not convinced of her as an actress. I, I wasn't yeah. a big fan of her in Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, she Where was. To find them. I mean, I think of the four leads in Fantastic Beasts. She was the character I least connected with. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was the writing or if that's her acting. Uh, it, it kind of felt distant, you know. Yeah, she seemed kind of flat. I felt in the role, she didn't bring a whole lot to it, in my opinion. So I'm a little. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not sold on her yet, but she could uh, sell me. Um, and uh, but. Uh, the um, Tom Blakeney in the chat room, he says, don't, he says, don't worry that uh, he's only seen Pr Prometheus. So. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I can't see the chat room, so you're gonna have to tell me anything anybody says. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, he's heard. I says I've heard it's awful. So that's interesting. I I hope it's good. I mean, I really liked The Martian, R Ridley Scott's last movie. But before that, he was on a bit of a downward spiral, you could say. I hated his Exodus Gods and Kings or whatever it was yeah, called. That was, that was that terrible. Was <laughs> that was terrible. Um, so, yeah, that's my only yeah. worry. I just hope – I would be so happy if it's like a real like horror-type movie and uh, had some good scares. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I was watching the trailer the first time, and – I was like, is that Danny McBride? And sure enough, he's in this movie. So oh, okay, I'm I'm wondering if he's going to be the comic relief because I, I think really, so. I haven't seen him in serious roles, or not that I can think of, anyways. Yeah, yeah, I bet he's the comic relief, and and uh, you know, Michael Vassbender is always good. I I didn't mind Prometheus; it was a little boring, I'll, but I liked it. Okay. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, okay, so next up we have the Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul, 
Uh, I have not seen any of these uh, wimpy kid movies. I think this trailer looks looks fine for its target demographic, but not much else. I think that little kids will will think it's hilarious. <laughs> And that's yeah. good. I mean, I'm I, I'm a believer in demographic movies. I don't have a problem with them making a movie for kids. That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, I I did see the first two. Actually, it was five years ago. I recorded a podcast previewing um, movies coming out in July of 2012, and the third Diary of the Wimpy Kid movie was coming out. So I watched the first two. So uh-huh. kind of know what I was talking about with them, and I thought they were decent. I mean. It's definitely not for my age demographic, but for what they were, I thought they were enjoyable. They were pretty mm-hmm. good cast. I just, um, I guess it's been a few years since they started that franchise, so they're rebooting yeah. it. It's a completely new cast, mm. um, which I don't know. I feel like, is it necessary? Do we need to keep it going with a different cast? Yeah, they must keep making money, I guess. They're probably super cheap to make these movies. Oh, yeah. And the only part of the trailer that made me laugh was that I have to admit the um the Spice Girls uh when the parents are singing the Spice Girls <laughs> and that that I thought that was kind of funny. I yeah, can and- I can relate to that being like Oh, <laughs> my, you know. <laughs> right. I can't think of the last time I've seen Alicia Silverstone in a movie too. So Yeah. It's interesting seeing her as a mom. Uh Back in like the mid '90s, she was like she was my celebrity crush, Alicia Silverstone. So it's just weird yeah. kind of seeing her like so aged. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I I I love Clueless. Clueless is, is I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. Is one of my favorite movies. I oh, it's great. I absolutely love it. I think it's so funny. Um, so, uh, yeah. So hopefully it'll it'll be good for that demographic and they'll enjoy it. There's not that many live action films that are made for kids anymore. Like it's almost That's all true. animated. So it's kind of, mm-hmm. I like it on that level. Um, and I actually liked last year's uh, middle school, the worst years of my life. I actually mm-hmm. thought that was pretty well done. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So. I thought that looked good. I never, I never got around to watching it, but I did buy it. So I could watch it if I wanted to. Oh, you bought it. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Tom Blakeney in the chat room. He says, uh, does, he says, I'm not a Diary of Wimpy Kid fan. Does anyone still care about this franchise? And he says, I see that you're a Spice Girls fan, Rachel. That's right. <laughs> my my friends and I all went to uh, to see the Spice Spice Girls uh, movie. So, with pride. Um, <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, okay. So, the next film, there's actually three opening that weekend, is called Everything, Everything. And this looks very Nicholas Sparksian to me. This is a teenage love story, and the girl can't go out of her house because she's sick. And the or boy, is she? or is she? Yeah, or is she? <laughs> uh, and uh, it, it it looks like it'll be whatever. If you like these kind of movies, if you like you know these Nicholas Sparksian kind of romance type movies, if you love all in our stars and and uh, Paper Moons and, and uh, The Choice and movies like that, uh, then you'll probably like this movie. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, in the trailer, they're they're promoting that it's from the same studio that did Me Before You and If I Stay. And oh both of those gosh. are definitely more depressing than like your average Nicholas Sparks movie, I think. That's um, true. So it's, it'll be interesting to see. Like, 
I, I hated me before you. I thought that was really. I hated the book. Yeah. I hated the movie. I hated the book. I thought it was really repulsive and gross. But, but it was well mm -hmm. made. I just, yeah. Just yeah, it was. Um, I went with I went with somebody who uh, has had struggles with suicide, and oh my gosh. Uh, by the end of the movie, he had to leave. He couldn't yeah. watch it because he he kind of figured out where it was going. So, uh, and then he texted yeah. me. He's like, "Can we go?" Yeah. So I didn't get to. I I missed like the last five minutes, but yeah. I mean, it's really offensive. It really. I mean, I I was. I just couldn't believe that that uh that they would do that because even if you believe if you believe in uh the if you believe in assisted suicide, which many do. Um, make for in those situations, it's just completely, completely ridiculous, and it's it's just uh, it, it actually I would I'd almost be more offended if I did believe in that that <laughs> by the way that is portrayed and the way that it's shown. So right, yeah, it didn't it didn't make sense with the with yeah how the story was going, but I mean yeah, we're going down a rabbit trail of this. We don't yeah exactly. So I, I, yeah, I really, it was one of my worst of the year of 2016. Fair um, enough. I think same. So anyway, uh, but yeah, this looks harmless enough, but it doesn't look great, but it looks like if he it doesn't look great. I like Nick Robinson. He's uh, in Jurassic world. I think was mm. he in the impossible also? Um, the impossible. Maybe not. I don't I, know. It, he looked so different with that long hair. Right, he did look different. It took me a second. I was like, how do, oh, Jurassic Park, which huh. I love the Jurassic Park franchise. So uh, that w and that's not really enough of a draw for me to go see this. I mean, maybe one day I'll see it if if one of my friends really wants to and I have nothing better to see. But it could be a, a cute movie for teens or a depressing movie for teens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they like it. I... Yeah, it, it's, uh, I mean, I always hope any movie is good. Uh, so, all right, uh, let's move on. So May 26th, we have uh, two releases. This is Memorial Day weekend, and we have Baywatch, and uh, and then the Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Um, but let's talk about Baywatch. Uh, is this something that you're uh, looking forward to? Um. That's a good question. I mean, I never had any interest in the TV show. Mm -hmm. uh, when I heard they were making a movie out of it, I didn't think I would have any interest in it. But I feel like it's probably a movie I can watch without having seen the TV show, and it's more of a comedy than what the TV show was. So I might see it. It's definitely not high on my list of movies to see. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like it has anything to do with Baywatch in reality. Like, I, I, I've never seen any of, like, these 22 Jump Street or whatever movies, right. but like, it, there's this whole, like, investigation and this whole... Uh, there was a, um, a, a series called Baywatch Nights, where, like, Hasselhoff was, like, a detective more, and... Uh, but, but they just, like, rescued people and, like, had you know, romantic... Uh, not like I'm some kind of Baywatch expert. What am I saying? <laughs> but like, uh, it, it wasn't. I don't know. It just looks like it has nothing to do with really Baywatch. Uh, but um, but I think that this is honestly the only way to do Baywatch is to turn it into yeah. some kind, to sort of turn it into a raunchy comedy. I think uh, there. Uh, um, I don't know. It just wouldn't work to try to do like some uh, some like what's that movie called? The blue um, like. 
blue straight blue. I can't think of the like to turn it into blue something. Blues? No, uh, so like Jessica Alba, and uh, it's basically the only reason to see the movie oh. is because if you want to see Jessica Alba in a bikini, I can't think of the name. But if you tried to, if you tried to do something like that, then I think it would just be horrible. Uh, so I think the only way to do it is try to turn into this, this sort of raunchy comedy. And you know, The Rock is just on fire. Everything he does is just gold. Uh, of course, I love Moana. I uh, and I actually liked Central Intelligence. I thought it was funny. So, who knows? Maybe it'll be a hit for him. Yeah, maybe. Um, it seems to be the same characters from the TV show, which I wasn't sure about that. I looked it up, and I guess it is. Um, and I think Pamela Anderson and David Hasselhoff have filmed some scenes for the movie, too. Which yeah, I'm sure there's a cameo. Yeah. I mean, I guess nothing like Ghostbusters had all of the original actors at least the living ones in there somewhere yeah so maybe that's what they're gonna go for with this mm -hmm. um, um, i do have to say like Mac efron though he he's been in a bunch of comedies lately and they've just been misses for me i don't yeah. know if you've seen all all of his like dirty grand i doubt you saw dirty grandpa no <laughs> yeah just, just yeah or, yeah, uh, last year. Dates. Yeah, last year, and then uh, Neighbors Two didn't do very well at the box office. Right. I didn't see it, but yeah, I know it's it's interesting. Um, all right, uh, and he can be a good dramatic actor, so I hope he kind of goes goes back into that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man tells tell no tales. Um, I have not seen any of these past number two because <laughs> I didn't. Oh, wow. I didn't like number two, and so okay. I guess this is a hole in my Disney viewership. Uh, I I will watch them all before seeing this, um, but I really didn't like two. I thought I I didn't like that. Um, I call him the Booger Pirate. I, I I guess it's Davy Jones. I I didn't like him. He grossed me out, okay. <laughs> and that was a problem for me. And I just found it really boring and. Uh, and so, I don't know. So I have no interest in this really at all. Um, oh, really? It's Disney, so I will watch it and review it. I think the trailers have actually been okay. Um, Javier Bardem is certainly a, a good presence, but I feel like you have now two layers of villains because you've got Javier Bardem, and then you have mm -hmm. uh, um, Jeffrey Rush's character. I can't think of his name, but um, you have them both. So that's, that could get a little cluttered. Yeah, well, um, I mean, not to spoil too much, but Jeffrey Rush is not an antagonist in any way in the Pirates series after, pretty much after the first movie. Um, so, oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, I don't want to ruin too much for you, but yeah, he's <laughs> he's more on the same side as Jack Sparrow now. Um, but yeah, I I kind of feel like the the series uh, lost its magic after the first movie. Um, I think it was a mistake to to basically split up the second part of the story into two movies with yeah. two and three. Um, because I, I I like I like these type of movies when each film kind of has its own feel to it. And I felt like two and three were so interchangeable for me. So it it just made me lose interest in the franchise. And then the fourth one is not great at all, which you'll find that out soon enough. 
Uh, but with that said, yeah. I'm still looking forward to this. I yeah, think okay. Maybe it's been long enough that they can uh, bring back some sort of They magic. They do have know. a new director. I forget. Somebody was telling me um, that had done some good stuff. Um, and uh, so maybe that will uh, breathe some kind of life into it uh, That uh, with the new... Um, it's uh, his name is uh, Joaquin Renning and Espen Samberg are their names, and I guess he's done uh, the Redding Roning. Sorry, Roning has Roaming. done some interesting things. I guess in the past, I okay. I don't know. Anyway, so that could be uh, interesting. He's a Norwegian Norwegian director, uh, and um. So, anyway. Yeah. All right. And I, think, uh, I think we might see Orlando Bloom back. In, he wasn't in the fourth movie. But from what I understand, uh, Brenton Thwaites, I think that's his name. Uh, I think he plays Will Turner's son. So okay. there must be a bit of a time jump uh, between like the third movie and this movie. Um, so that should be interesting. Because I thought uh, I heard that Orlando Bloom is going to be back. Is he? For sure. No, I, that's just what I thought I'd heard. I, 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 I don't okay. know. I could be um, wrong. The last I heard, it was only speculated that he might be back. But, I mean, if it's been confirmed, that's that's cool. I think that that would help because part of the reason the fourth one uh, really went downhill is it didn't have a few of the big stars from the first uh, Too Too series. much Johnny Depp. Yeah, too much Johnny Depp. I felt like they were really relying on him. Um but yeah, it looks like, according to the trailer, it says the final adventure begins. So it looks like this is going to be the last one. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, if it makes millions and millions, I, I can't imagine. Yeah, they've all made over a million dollars. All of them. Which is just seems crazy to me. I, I, I Like, it's weird because... It's like one of those... Say over a million dollars? Yeah, they've all made over a million dollars. All four of them. Believe it or not, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 like one of those um, I don't know, TV shows where you're just like that's still on. Who watches that? You know, like, uh, <laughs> um, like uh, I don't know, Two Broke Girls or something like that for me, where I'm just like, who watches the show? And yet it keeps. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so I I, I kind of worry about this one for Disney. They're expensive movies to make, and I I just worry this is going to be Alice uh, through the Looking Glass, right? for 2017. Yeah, plus Johnny Depp has definitely had a knock to his his character, I guess. Yeah, for um, sure. So I don't think he's the box office draw that he used to be. Yeah. Uh and uh, in the in the com in the chat um Tumbling says uh that uh he's uh, not he hasn't been impressed with the trailers and that he's not looking forward to it. So there you go. Yeah, I felt like the first trailer just didn't give me enough. It was just like one scene so i kept wanting more and then when i got more it wasn't great but i don't yeah. know i'll definitely go see it still yeah i will too i mean i i kind of uh, well i don't have to but i i make commitment to see all the disney movies so um yeah. all right uh let's keep going all right so june 2nd we have uh Two releases, two big releases. Uh, we have Captain Underpants, 
And this is from Disney after their triumph. I mean, Disney DreamWorks after their triumph with the boss baby this weekend, which I will never understand how that's number one. I do not get it. Yeah. Uh, I know. They made 20 million more than they expected. Apparently. What on earth? Uh, but uh, Captain Underpants uh, is their release. Uh, I liked the trailer more than I thought I would. I like the animation. I think it looks cute. Uh, but I am concerned about the voice acting. That's my biggest worry is because I don't like it in animated films when you have adults voicing children and particularly Kevin Hart as a child. I don't know. I just, I wish that they had done what I wish they had done what other movies like the peanuts movie, uh, did and actually have a child voicing a child. Fair enough. I mean, can you tell me a little bit about Captain Underpants? Does this like, does I mean, this have a history? I'm not familiar yeah, with it. Yeah. So, uh, did you watch the trailer? I did. Okay. So it's based on this this series of uh, like uh, novels, kind of like Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I I, I think I haven't okay. actually read the books, but uh, they're they're kind. Of, I think it's similar to Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Uh, it's you know about this uh, these pranksters who like hypnotize their principal into being captain underpants and i uh, and you know i guess i don't know evidently it is very popular amongst uh amongst a certain group that love those books and uh my my friends over at rotoscopers were telling me they did a uh, uh they did a video like years ago about like when it had just first gotten announced uh, the project and they said that they get so many hits and so many comments on that video even now years years later like every you know week so there is a, a definite fan base and there's a definite uh, group that love this this property so uh it's going to be interesting i i i uh, I hope it's good. I'm not a biggest fan of DreamWorks comedies. I just, uh, there's been a few that I've liked, but for the most part, it's just not my thing. Uh, it's just not the kind of humor that I like. Uh, but I'm sure it'll do well. I'm sure that it'll be a harmless uh, movie for kids. Yeah. I mean, it does seem slightly different type of animation than what we're getting fed over the past few years. So uh, that's one plus, I'd say. But other than yeah. that, this. This is one of the summer movies that appeals to me the least. It, it didn't really yeah. grab me in the trailer, so I doubt I'll watch it, especially with a movie coming out that weekend that I'm really interested in. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, uh, it let's talk about Wonder Woman comes out that weekend, and this does appear to be sort of an origin story for Diana for Wonder Woman. I uh, I think it looks pretty good. I think the trailers have been good. Uh, I'm excited to see the Amazonians, and I think Robin Wright looks awesome. She looks really tough and cool in that trailer, uh, and the action looks pretty good. Uh, I, I I just don't trust dc right now uh so i i just feel like oh they're just gonna screw it up somehow uh i don't know because i haven't liked any of them so far i didn't like man of steel i didn't like <laughs> batman v superman and i didn't like suicide squad so that's that's really my only only hesitations but if i was just if i if i put all that aside and was just viewing it on this trailers and i would be pretty excited i think yeah I mean, I see where you're coming from. I think most people agree, would agree, and I think you probably would too, that Batman versus Superman 
Wonder Woman was, if not the highlight, one of the highlights of the yeah. movie. Um, so that, that makes me optimistic about it. And personally, I grew up like such a fan of Batman and it's made me really root for DC um, mm-hmm. to succeed. So I'm really hoping that this can give us what we've been wanting with the DC Cinematic Universe. Um, yeah. I'm, op- I'm optimistic about it. One thing that I'm excited about is that DC is, I mean, we've seen the Marvel Cinematic Universe since what, 2008? And they still haven't had a female-led superhero movie. And here DC is like leading the pack. We've already got Wonder Woman. We've got Gotham City Sirens coming out. We have Batgirl coming out. So I just like that they're putting women in their movies more. Um, and I think that could be a strong selling point for DC. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, little girls have never, ever gotten a good quality female-led superhero movie. Ever. Which just seems amazing. In the year 2017, that, that never would have happened. Aside from your, like, DC animated, you know, films. And you have female characters that are strong in the X-Men movies, but that's a team, not a, uh, you know, a lead uh a character movie and they I mean they've all been horrible and so oh it would be so great i would be so happy if this is good i want it to be good like people think yeah. sometimes people think that just because i didn't like either any of these three movies that i have it out for them and they don't want it to be good um but no i want it to be good i want to love it uh, there would it would nothing would give me greater joy <laughs> than, yeah. than to than to be than to love it because the last year like i said last year almost every blockbuster left me really disappointed um but uh, uh, and so i i'm just hoping this year will, won't be like that i'm hoping that we'll get a lot of uh, positive experiences so uh we right. will see um yeah all right i'll just say though that i did i didn't dislike batman versus superman and suicide squad as much as most people did i i thought they had their strengths they definitely had their weaknesses too mm-hmm. um but i think there's a lot of potential um for this uh, that's cinematic universe to get a lot better, especially yeah. now that they're seeing what audiences like and what they don't like. Um, they can grow from it. And that's what I'm hoping that we'll see with this movie. And yeah, uh, something that's interesting though is I, I did a little bit of research and can you name the last female led superhero movie that was out? Wonder, it would be um, Catwoman. Right. I think it was actually Elektra in 2005. Oh, okay. Was that and after? Two thousand four. Oh, okay. And yeah, and that was just boring. Years. That like the that its potential, I thought, but it was just kind of boring. I thought. Yeah, I never saw it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so okay. So yeah, I feel like they're they're riding they're riding the ship. They're correcting course. Uh, I like seeing, you know, kind of, I think that they actually, in a way, like John Campia on Movie Talk, he, t- he says that he feels like they're, they're, there's a plan B now. They've abandoned plan A, and now they're, taking, they're, they're doing plan, plan B. And uh, that he thinks they probably kind of re- regret going forward with Justice League because now they've moved very far away from that. Uh, and, and he says that there's, probably gonna be major reshoots to kind of fit it into now this plan b which i think is interesting and uh um 
And so, you know, I'm excited to see where it goes. And, and it's not that it needs to be like happy, happy, go lucky and jokey and stuff like that. But it just, uh, I don't know. It just needs to, uh, it needs to needs work. Yeah. And it needs to have just better characters and better writing. And, and, uh, and I don't know, I just felt like a lot of these other movies have just felt extremely repetitive to me. Uh, like man of steel. It's not that he destroyed, all of uh he destroyed all of these things it was that it was so long you know and it was so oh and uh and so it just felt exhausted by the experience at least i did and um and so i, I think that's the they just need to kind of create a balance and and kind of manage their tone better and, uh, and i think they'd be because uh, they have good pieces in there they have good elements and i also i mean the fact that bad movie super one man won and like the razzies and stuff like it's ridiculous it's not i don't think it's that bad right but uh but i i, I think it's an ambitious failure basically is how i look at that i yeah. think suicide I mean, squad is really bad but but uh but yeah um anyway yeah visually there's a lot that was great about the films i thought i mean it's an ambitious overtake undertaking as you were saying there yeah um so it's hard to be too critical from my perspective when uh, they're doing a lot of things really well. It's just the story part and character part, which is a big part. Sure. Um, but yeah. All right. I, I'm optimistic. Yeah, me too. Um, so let's talk about uh, the. Um, um, let's talk about June 16th. We have three releases that weekend. Wait, did we skip June 9th? Uh. Sorry. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Um, so June 9th, uh, we have The Mummy coming out then. They had a new trailer actually released today. Did you watch that new trailer? I did, and I was happy. I've and been saying, I need a new trailer. I need a new trailer. <laughs> so I was happy that we finally got that. Um, I thought it was a decent trailer. Uh, I just, I'm just glad that we saw more than just the whole plane scene. Yeah. I don't know. I just it doesn't look like a mummy movie to me. I feel like I I just feel like this looks like a action movie. It looks like Mission Impossible in Mummy World. I I, I don't know. I'm having a hard time getting really that excited about it. It looks I I just I feel like they could have like made something really creepy and fun and and, and scary and and I would have liked that a lot better than this big actiony, I don't know, movie. Yeah, I think I like Tom Cruise in a lot of roles. Yeah, but I, I think they should have gone with somebody else. He feels too old to be in this role. If this is the start of a new franchise, and we have the whole um, Universal's Monsters universe that is supposed to be coming from this, yeah, so we sh we should be getting a bunch more movies. So it's hard to see like if this if this franchise is still around in ten years is. Tom Cruise is going to be believable, like doing these type of movies, these type of scenes where he's jumping out of the planes or whatever. Yeah. I just would have loved to have seen something more small and intimate in feeling uh, than this kind of movie, but it could be good. I mean, it looks like it's well-staged action and um, yeah. I don't know that I, the, the, the mummy character looks, does look a lot like Enchant Enchantress, which is like, because I hated Enchantress. I thought she was terrible. Oh, yeah. She was, <laughs> she was definitely one of my least favorite parts of Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I don't know. 
I, I don't really like the, it looks like a fine movie. It just doesn't look like a mummy movie to me. So that's what I'll have to get over, I guess. Yeah. So, um, yeah. it'll be interesting. I, I think that, um, I think that a lot of these monster movies have been tried to try to be recreated recently, like Dracula untold. And, yeah. uh, there was that I Frankenstein and, uh, what was the one with, um, Daniel Radcliffe. Oh yeah, I never saw any of those, but they looked bad. Yeah, yeah. So there just hasn't been one that's worked yet. Mm -hmm. And growing up, I, w I was so into like the old black and white Dracula, Mummy, Werewolf, all of those movies. So the idea of having a new a new set of those movies that actually works, like I love that idea. Yeah. And I I hope this can. I hope this can deliver in a way that exceeds our expectations. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I mean, I, I, I like going to good movies, so I hope it's good. Right. I want it yeah. to be good. <laughs> and I um, think it's cool that they have a female mummy uh, this time. Yeah. So. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, that You know, it's interesting. I guess an interesting twist. Um, so, okay, so let's, let's we got to get through some of these faster. Um, so June 16th. Uh, we have uh, three releases that weekend, very different, all three very different. Uh, we have uh, the first one we'll talk about is Cars 3, uh, and I actually don't mind either of the Cars movies. I like them. I, I think that the Cars first Cars movie is actually kind of sweet and, and has a nice message, and the second one, I think it's just a fun little stupid movie for kids. I, I, I think people... Are, I think people are a little bit too hard on it. Like it, it, the animation is good, and and kids kids like it, and kids laugh at it, and they they think it's fun, and so, you know, whatever. Um, and they do make a ton of money, uh, off of these off of this franchise. Uh, Pixar does. Uh, it, they they it almost they almost sell as much merchandising for Cars as uh, Star Wars, if you can believe it. Yeah, isn't that surprising? Yeah. I, and so it, it makes sense. Uh, and they're definitely like, I, can, I, I think they're really trying to have sort of redemption for the franchise in this third one. And it looks, it, I think it looks pretty good. I like the trailers and, and uh, the animation looks amazing. The, the racing and, the, and, uh, and uh, Les Mater, you've seen almost none of him in the trailers, which was the biggest problem in two. It was just too much Mater. And uh, so I'm optimistic about it. Uh, do you, what do you feel about Cars 3? I mean, I, I kind of feel the opposite about the Cars franchise from you. Um, like, the, I, the first Cars was fine. I think compared to what Pixar is capable of, it's pretty weak. Um, and then Cars 2, I think, is, is very weak compared to what Pixar is capable of. I mean, if we're comparing them to other animation studios, then that's something completely different. Um, but yeah, I think they really do need to have some redemption with this. Mm -hmm. The problem for me is I don't know if you've seen trailers that I haven't seen, but I'm I don't know where they're going with this. I I mean, Lightning McQueen has a crash, and that's mm -hmm. all I know. Yeah. So the trailers. So Lightning McQueen. Uh, the story is basically to be Lightning McQueen has this this crash, and he's uh, sort of an older racer at this point, and they're telling him he he can't race anymore. But then he finds this new uh, new girl named Cruz Ramirez, who he starts to train, and uh, and then you know the last trailer he says I decide when I'm out. And so he has kind of a comeback, and uh, and uh, so it's basically like it's basically like 
<laughs> I don't know what, like Rocky Four or something like that. Like I don't know one of those things. Uh, and so yeah, that's the the kind of the story is sort of Rocky coming back in and uh, and also training this this girl uh, car. So, okay. See, I didn't see that in any of the trailers I've watched. Yeah. I've seen two different ones. Yeah. So I guess I'll have to go find that one. Um, I do think it's interesting because it seems like the animation for this is very different than yeah. uh, the first two movies. It looks more realistic. Yeah. Did you notice that as well? Yeah, and it looks like so, like the the speed and the, I mean, those racing scenes, at the very least, those racing scenes are going to be amazing. The sound and the sound mm-hmm. design and the, the feel of it, I think it'll be really cool. I mean, you definitely have to take off your, uh, like you can't overthink the cars movies because they make no sense when you really start to think about because like who builds the cars like where do the cars come from like this like they have no hands so how do they like do any of this stuff like how is any of this stuff made and it, it, it's it's a uh, you go down the rabbit hole real quick with the cars movies but I, I hope this one will be I hope it'll be good I. Uh, this year in animation is rough, and so I'm kind of holding on to whatever whatever yeah. I've got. <laughs> I just wonder if this is a new direction that we're going to see with Pixar and how how they do their animation. Are they going to go for more realism and not the the typical Pixar image that we're used to? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a mixture. I don't see like Incredibles two or Toy Story five uh, or Toy Story four, I don't see either of those being super hyper-realistic. Uh, so I think you'll see some of both. I mean, Coco, the Coco trailer, did you see that? I did. That didn't look hyper-realistic to me. Looks still pretty. F- so I, I think you'll get some of everything from them. Okay. So, all right, let's keep going. So then we have a Rough Night. And this, certainly, this is another one of those raunchy women kind of uh, um, movies and uh, where I think the biggest gag is, look, women can be raunchy. Isn't that so funny? And, uh, and I don't know. I feel like the whole dead stripper thing could either become, like, be really mean-spirited or could be really funny, depending on how it's handled. Um, but it's certainly a talented cast. And uh, so hopefully it'll be Hopefully it would be funny. It's not for me, but hopefully it would be funny. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest sell for me is the cast. It has Scarlett Johansson, Kate McKinnon, Jillian Bell, and all three of those are great actresses, three of my yeah. favorites right now. I mean, I haven't seen a ton of Jillian Bell, but when I do see her in movies, she cracks me up. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her. Um, uh, I, I know the name. I'm sure I'd recognize her if I saw her. Right, yeah. yeah. When I watched the trailer uh, for the first time, I was like, oh, this is giving me Weekend at Bernie's vibes. I hope they carry his dead body around. And sure enough, it showed a scene of him sticking out the top of the um, limousine that they were in. You've seen Weekend at Bernie's, I'm sure. I have not, believe it or yeah. not. That's a that's a, a blind spot, I guess I have. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. I, could... I know the story. I know what it's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're basically toting this dead body around, so... It, it seems like a female version of it. Um, so I think it could be interesting. I don't think the trailer was great, but maybe that's a good thing. I mean, I wish more trailers would hold back on the funny parts, so I yeah. would be surprised when I see them. That's and true. I've got to hope that's what they're doing with this, saving the funny parts for the actual movie. Maybe that's naive of me. 
Yeah, no, I think that's true. That's that that is a you know it's it's a bummer when you go to a, a comedy and all the good jokes are been in the trailer. Right. Yeah, but but I'm looking forward to this. I'm sure you won't see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So next uh, is All Eyes on Me. Um, this is a biopic of Tupac Shapur. Uh, I have to admit, I know nothing about his music or. Uh, or really him at all. So uh, I don't have much to say on this one, but I, I didn't recognize the lead. He looked like a, an unknown to me. Um, and uh, I don't know. It looked pretty standard. It didn't look like, it looked like a pretty standard bio biopic, but I don't know. What are your, do you know, are you a fan of his music? Um, I mean, I, I remember listening to a lot of his music as a kid. He's not my favorite, but I, I do like, a lot of Tupac songs. Mm -hmm. um, I think what's interesting is that the lead, his name is Demetrius Ship Jr. He looks so much like Tupac. Like they did a great job of casting for him. I mean, hopefully he can act. Hopefully yeah. they weren't just casting based on looks. Right. Um, and apparently his dad produced one of Tupac's songs. So that's kind of an interesting, like full circle story there. Do you know if um, they'll be doing like they'll be lip syncing to Tupac, or he'll be doing the own, his own s singing, I guess, or whatever you call it. You know, I'm not sure. Um, I, if I remember correctly, straight out of Compton, they they did their own vocals and they oh, did they? Like, lip sync. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think they're probably trying to replicate the success that straight out of Compton had because it was a huge hit. It was it, it was a bigger hit than anybody expected, really. Right. Um, and it, I thought it was a really good movie. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't get to that one, but it, I'd heard yeah. nothing but good things. So that's good. Oh yeah. I, I think you would probably like it. Um, even though you're probably not super into that, that hip hop scene. Mm -hmm. Uh, but well, and it got nominated for best screenplay. So that says something. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. So. Um, I don't think it'll be as good, but I am kind of interested in, mainly because I like Straight Outta Compton, and I'd like to see that type of movie be successful again. Yeah. Well, it's always good, too, when you get more diversity in films, so that's that's good, mm -hmm. too. So. Um, yeah, and as uh, Denai Guerrera, uh, uh, I don't know if you watch Walking Dead at all, but she's in that, and I love her. She plays Michonne, so Okay. Uh, that's another thing that's making me interested in this movie. Cool. All right, so, uh, so June 23rd, we have Transformers: The Last Night, and <laughs> uh, let's just say this one's not one of my most anticipated of the year. Uh, directed by Michael Bay, this I am just so confused about this movie. Like, what on earth? Like, the, we this last trailer, which was horrible, I thought. You know, this like weird attempt to all of a sudden be this girl power thing with this voiceover and. So like it's pretty hard for me to for to accept you as being girl power when your last movie you had a character literally explaining the Romeo and Juliet law so that he could you know sleep with this underage girl you're just like you know I I can't take this you know from this franchise I'm sorry and I uh, I I just think these movies are too long they wouldn't be that bad like the last one wouldn't have been that bad if it was like an hour and a half just like a stupid robot movie I could handle it no problem but it was almost three hours and it just becomes in unbearable to me like 
I don't know. I just, and this one, it's just so weird. Like we have like King Arthur going back in time, getting Excalibur. We have Anthony Hopkins playing Churchill and we, (laughs) and we've got this girl power thing all of a sudden, like what on earth? (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I mean, I think one thing about the Transformer movies, other than the first one, I've gone to see them all in the theaters and every single time, uh, within a day or two, I forget what I watched. Yeah. And that's not a good thing. Like, right. It doesn't stick with me. It's too long, and it feels like a chore to watch them. Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't feel like a chore to go see a movie like this. It should be fun, and it's not. So yeah. I'm not optimistic about this either. I mean, especially um, if you're talking about a robot movie. I mean, it should be fun. Like, it, we're not talking about, like, I don't know, going to see, like, a going to see Dunkirk or something like that, which is like historically significant. Like this should be a fun, silly robot movie that we enjoy. I mean, and I love, I, I, I love the animated film from the eighties. I love it. And I love the, you know, the original series. And I think there's so much potential here to do like a cool sci-fi story or to just be sort of, uh, be sort of silly. And, and, uh, I mean, I even liked this this recent movie, The Great Wall. I liked it. It was a stupid monster movie, but it was fun. And and so I I think uh, they if if they just did something like that, but I just don't think that Michael Bay is capable of making a movie like that anymore. Uh, I I think uh, I don't know. He just can't. I just I don't I don't think he can do it. He's just I yeah. don't know. Um, I think he is setting expectations a little when it comes to Michael Bay. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think the trailers, the latest trailer they released, it just felt like a montage. It, it didn't feel like it was telling a story. Yeah. I don't know what this movie is. I just, yeah, it I'm just so felt like some artistic trailer. Yeah, and and it, it, yeah, it really felt like a Nike ad. Like it didn't feel like a trailer. Right. It was so weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so okay. Uh, so June 30th, we have, uh, let's see, one, two, three, three releases that weekend. Um, we have uh, the first one, Despicable Me Three, and I have to be honest, I'm not a big fan of this franchise. I I know I just never liked them that much. I when the first one came out, I it did so much better than Megamind and had a similar premise. And I think Megamind is a lot better. I I think it's a lot funnier. I think it's better animated. I think it has better like a better message. I know I just like it way better. And uh, but kids love the Minions so much. And, uh, and, and then we got, and then you got Despicable Me 2, which wasn't that, I didn't think that good. And then the Minions, which I really didn't like. I thought that movie was, I don't know. I just, and I especially hate the way that there's these like wink, wink, uh, you know, adults just for uh, jokes, just for adults, you know, like you have like your, your, your joke in Minions where the one Minion is basically like having a threesome with the fire hydrants. Like, I'm like, come on, you know, and and, like one, one Minion is in like a thong, you know, you're just like, so, and, and I'm just, I I don't know. I'm not really not excited about this because I, like there's the little joke in the trailer where the one minion's like, oh, grew with boobs. You know, I'm just like, why do I need that in my in my movie for kids? Like I, uh, I don't like I it. I did laugh at that part in the trailer. <laughs> I know it's just not my cup of tea. But I, you know, I always try to go in with a, an open mind. I mean, Steve Carell is certainly a talented guy, and uh, so you know, we'll see what. I certainly I think I'll probably like it better than Minions. Uh, so the bar is pretty low. 
but um, I don't know. What do you What do you think about this franchise and this movie? Yeah, I, I mean, the franchise is okay to me. It's it's not one that I love. I mean, every time I leave the movie, I think mostly positive thoughts about it. Minion movie being the least positive I felt about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to be excited about Despicable Me three, but I'm just not. And I the whole like eighties villain it just seems so like sticky mm-hmm. you know that it, it it doesn't interest me that much i'll go see it uh but yeah balthazar brat is the villain not he's doing it not for you yeah no <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently he's trey parker which i didn't know who that was and my friend said oh he's at south park but i didn't watch south park so i don't know well and as far as i know I don't. Well, I have no idea. I don't watch South Park, but I don't know if they do the voice cast. If maybe they do, I just have no idea. So, you know, he could be a really funny writer, but if he's not a good voice actor, then it doesn't really matter. Um, he's not. He's not writing it. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I don't know. Illumination. They just make what I call the fast food of animation. They they make movies that are you know they make a lot of money. They're really they're they're you know enjoyable i guess but you know nobody remembers like you were talking about with transformers uh they right. I, I think like unlike blue sky which has made a couple movies that i've really loved uh, uh illumination just hasn't they haven't i mean they've only made two movies that i've really hated with minions and uh the lorax but uh but most of their movies are just disposable and you know and but they're very popular so what are you gonna do yeah um yeah i like the lorax you know what? You know what my favorite part of the uh, the Despicable Me movies is. What? I like his kids. I do the, too. The three adopted girls—they're great. I'm with they you. need to focus on them more. I agree. I like the girls. I do. Especially the little one. A lot of people find them annoying, but I think they're way less annoying than the minions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the minions were good the first movie, but they they were like, oh, the minions work. The minions were popular. Yeah. That's- Minions overload. Yeah, it's just too much now. Burnout, and I kind of wonder if this one won't do quite as well. But I, I have, I've given up trying to predict the box office after Boss yeah. Baby. I wouldn't bet on this not doing well. I mean, all of their movies just do so well. So who mm. knows? Who knows? Um, all right. Uh, I do feel like though some people are have kind of minion burnout, but we'll see. We'll see. Um. Okay, so the next movie is Baby Driver. Uh, this has a great cast: uh, Kevin Spacey, uh, the, um, the guy from uh, Ansel. Uh, I don't, I don't know his last um, from uh, um, Fault in Our Stars. He's in it. Lily Collins. Um, uh, I mean, Lily James and uh, uh, John Hamm, Jamie Fox. I actually, this is a confession. I have never seen an Edgar Wright movie. So I don't have the same sort of uh, appeal. You know, most of his movies are pretty strong R's, and I just haven't, I haven't mm. seen them. Uh, and but I know many people are very excited for this, uh, and uh, it certainly is a good trailer. They did put together a good trailer. So, uh, what are you excited for this? I am. Um, I just saw the trailer for the first. I went to see Life uh, this past week, and they showed the trailer before it, and. I was really excited looking at this cast. I think of all of the movies this summer, this has a really strong cast. Yeah, so, it does. No doubt about it. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it it look it reminds me kind of of Drive. I don't know if you saw that one. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't but, see it, but I, it sounds somewhat similar. Although Drive is in a comedy, right? No, and is this a comedy? I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily call this a comedy. Maybe it has some humor to it, but I don't think oh. it's supposed to be a comedy. Oh, okay. I thought I got that impression that it was a comedy from the trailer, but I haven't seen any of his other movies, so I thought he was a pretty much a comedic director. Okay, see, I'm not really familiar with this director, so I I can't. Oh, he did like the um the Trinado trilogy. It's called like Shaun of the Dead, and um. Oh. But I haven't seen any of them. But um. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. Those are comedies, but. Yeah. Yeah. This and, this does not feel like it fits in with those movies based on the trailer. Right. Um. Unless they're selling us something that's different than what I'm going to go see in the theater. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what the names of the rest of those uh, those movies. The World's End, I think, is another one. Yeah, The World's End, Shaun of the Dead, and oh gosh. I, I don't know what. Anyway. I, I like them all. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, oh, so. Hot, yeah. fuzz. hot fuzz. And he did also, uh, um, I think he directed uh, um, what's it called? Scott Pilgrim. I think. Oh really? I love Scott Pilgrim. I could be wrong on that, but that's why I, th- I thought I heard. But I haven't seen that either. <laughs> but I've heard good things. Oh, Scott so. Pilgrim is one of my favorites ever. You need to watch it. You like it? Yeah, I, I know. I need to. It's on my uh, blind spot list. Um, okay. Hey, every there's. It's impossible to see everything. Everyone has blind spots. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I I have a lot of blind spots that I own, so I can't judge. It. <laughs> um, so okay. So the next one is the house. And, uh, oh, we did have one comment real quick. Uh, opinions on the Despicable Me girls and the main plotline of the first movie in general really fluctuates. Some love them, a lot find it passable. So there you go. Okay. Um, but I agree with you about the girls. I do. I found them really cute. So, um, okay. So uh, The House is our next one. And this is a comedy. Amy Poehler and Will Ferrell are a couple. They start an underground casino to help earn money to send their, their daughter to college. And things get really out of hand. And uh, I thought this looked actually kind of funny. I'm, this looked like one that if it's not too raunchy, but we'll see. But like this one looked like it could possibly be tempting to me to see. Yeah. I mean, I like the cast. I like Amy Poehler. Will Ferrell's not what he used to be. Um, yeah. I was actually more intrigued by this movie until I saw the trailer. Um, I thought the trailer was fine, but it, it didn't really sell me a lot. Maybe I was distracted when I watched it. Um, but I'll probably still go see it just because Amy Poehler's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I actually like Will Ferrell. I, I, I mean, I haven't seen a, some of his movies, uh, but the ones I have, like, I love Elf, and I love, um, right. I love Stranger Than Fiction. I love quite a I few these are older of ones. his movies. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and I think that's he's fair. become more family friendly uh, than he used to be, for sure. I was disappointed that um, uh, the his last one, I think it's Daddy's Home, is what it was called. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed mm-hmm. to hear, like, because I actually thought the trailer for that movie was so funny. Um, but, uh, but then it was super, super raunchy. Like, I wish that had been like a PG 13. Um, uh, anyway, that was disappointing to me. Uh, I don't know why every comedy has to be super raunchy. Like why we can't have like a good PG 13 comedy, um, and still make it funny. Uh, it's kind of an, it's kind of annoying. There's just hardly any comedies that I, not that I don't tend occasionally see an R rated movie, but I feel like they're pretty hard R's, a lot of these comedies. Uh, and, um, and I, I just I don't feel like you need to 
be raunchy to be very funny. I mean, look at Monty Python, look at, you know, some of the great comedic uh, movies that weren't, you know, R-rated, but they were still really, really funny. And uh, so anyway. Um, I think the problem is that's kind of what audience or audiences are wanting for the most part these days. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of suiting what the audience are kind of demanding for it. I don't think there's a lot, I, I at least know people I know that are saying, hey, I want more family friendly comedies. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Probably, yeah. I'm not from Utah though. So. <laughs> you're probably <laughs> right. You're probably right. Um, okay, so July 7th uh, is uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and of course a huge release. Uh, I've liked I liked all of the trailers. I, of course, really liked Spider-Man in Civil War. Thought he was great with Tom Holland. Uh, you have Michael Keaton as Vulture. Uh, and he says in there, I'll do anything to protect my family. I know you I know you know what I'm talking about, which I thought was sort of interesting. Uh, and, you know, so what's happened to his family? What's happened to Peter's family that he's that we're going to learn about? Uh, and that, uh, that I think that looks interesting. And... Uh, I, I, my only concern is I did feel like this last trailer was very Tony Stark heavy and it almost felt like Iron Man four. And I love Tony Stark. Don't get me wrong, but I, I, uh, yeah. So I, that's my only concern is I hope it is a Spider-Man movie and not, not too much with, um, an Iron Man movie. Yeah, I think it will be. I think it's really interesting to note that it was just five years ago that we were getting the first amazing Spider-Man movie. Yeah, that's um, crazy. <laughs> so yeah, it, it really turned over quickly. And when I heard that they were gonna reboot it again, I was actually disappointed because I liked Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, and this might be an unpopular opinion. Uh -huh. I really love the Amazing Spider-Man too. Uh huh. Like I, I like Jamie Foxx as a villain. Yeah. Emma, Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield, their chemistry was some of the best chemistry I've seen in a movie in a long time. Like I really believe them as a couple. Uh, it made me cry and I don't cry that often with movies, but um, yeah, so I wasn't, I wasn't excited about them kind of veering away from that until I saw Captain America civil war and I saw Tom Holland and his charisma as Spider-Man. And I'm like, okay, this will be good. I, I'm yeah. looking forward to this now. Yeah, it looks really, really good. I am excited, and uh, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll see where the MCU takes us. It's, this is the first one that's going to be more of a small high school kind of a story, I think, and uh, and uh, so yeah. And Michael yeah. Keaton is kind of fun after him playing, uh, of course, playing Batman, and then playing uh, the disgruntled, you know, superhero, you know, in in Birdman. Mm -hmm. uh, it's sort of interesting now. He's coming back to superheroes. Yeah, um, I like Michael Keaton, so yeah. he'll be good. So um, July 14th, we have War for the Planet of the Apes. And I am really excited about this movie. This is my most anticipated movie of the whole year. I love... Same. Really? Oh, cool. I yeah. love the first two so much. I I, I thought that uh, uh, it was just... This last one I thought was so moving and powerful and beautiful and still like still fun in its own way still engaging it's not too self-serious like you still have those sort of rambo moments with apes with guns you know that are like fun uh but it also had this like deeper 
element to it. And one of my favorite parts of that movie is uh, when Gary Oldman is finally able to charge his device and see the pictures of his family. Like that moved me so much because I just, it made me realize that I have almost no printed photos at this point. They're all online. And so if I, if I lost power like that, I would lose all my pictures. And I don't know, it was just like such a, it was just such a profound, thoughtful thing for me to think about. And just this whole like debate between war and peace and, and when are we appeasing the enemy? When are, you know, like, when do we protect our family and go to war? When do our, our nation and go to war? Or when do we, uh, when do we seek peace at all their costs? You know, like when are we appeasing and evil, you know? And, and so now this looks like it's coming up a, a bit after that movie, like they're in full, you know, there's full scale conflict and uh, you know, this, this Woody Harrelson character as this sort of general and you've got Caesar. It just looks awesome. I'm so excited for it. Yeah, it really does. I mean, um, rise and dawn are definitely two of my favorite movies of the decade. I love them so much. I mean, they were, they were my favorite movies of their respective years. And I wouldn't be surprised if War is my favorite movie of this year. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah, so I've definitely been looking forward to it. My my worry, like, coming into this was, is this going to feel too similar to Dawn? Because um, they're kind of, like, similar premises to a degree. But watching the trailer, that took away my worries. I mean, yeah. it, it has a different feel to it just watching the trailers. So I am super excited. I can't... I can't like say enough hyperboles about how yeah. excited I am about this movie. Me too. I and uh, Cartoon Kerma in the comments, he says, uh, he says, yes, the Dawn was one of the few films I've seen twice in the cinema in the last chunk of years, and the social commentary is hardly subtle, but it's so so effective in those films. War looks to continue that, and can't wait. I actually think it is kind of subtle, but but uh, it is very effective. So I agree there. Um, Okay, so we gotta we gotta keep going. Um, so July twenty first, we actually have one, two, three, three opening that weekend, and uh, the first is an actual war movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is Dunkirk, Christopher Nolan. It's hard not to get excited about a Christopher Nolan movie, and he actually hasn't made a movie that I've disliked. Actually, I, I'm not. I actually like Interstellar. I'm not on the. I like Dark Knight Rises. I haven't disliked any of his movies. I'm sure some are better than others, but I think he's just made a lot of good movies. And um, and the only thing that's that's weird about this to me is that it just seems like a weird release date. Like I feel like this movie should be in the fall. You know, it seems like a, a you know a, a war movie, a a Oscar ish kind of movie. I don't know. What do you think about Dunkirk? Yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. But now that you say it, you're right. Um, I think it looks good. Um, the first time I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, this is intriguing. And then I saw it again and saw, oh, this is a Christopher Nolan movie. I'm like, okay, it's definitely going to be good. It's going to be long, but it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he, he likes having his people come back uh, from his yeah. other movies. Uh, so we have a couple of Batman villains returning. Yeah, <laughs> Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy and Killian Murphy. Yeah, uh, which I like them both, so it'll be good. And we also have uh, Harry Styles making his acting de debut. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I mean, he must be pretty good if if for for Nolan to hire him. I mean, I 
it's not like he would just do it for the you know to get young people in the seats or something. Like he has to be right. pretty pretty impressive, I would think. And yeah, you would think so. Kenneth Branagh is in it, and so he's always good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he doesn't do that many acting roles anymore that he's not the director. So that could be good. And uh, the only thing, do you do you worry at all about the PG thirteen rating that that will sort of mute it a little bit? Um, I mean, it did. It didn't worry me, but um, I'm not worried about, about it. But it. I yeah. know some people, some people did. Yeah, no, I'm not too worried about it either. I mean, maybe it'll be a little tame, but I think it's gonna. Knowing Christopher Nolan, it's not gonna be a straight up war movie. I, I think there will be a lot more to it. So if it was just like a shoot 'em up movie, like that would be something else. But um, yeah, I'm except. I'm expecting, I don't know what I'm expecting, but I think it will interest me. Yeah. Um, okay. So the next one coming out this weekend, uh, July 21st, is uh, um, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Yeah. Uh, Valerian of uh, the City of a Thousand Planets. This is based on French graphic novel. Uh, it's by Luc Besson. He's invested a ton of his own money, and, and like this is a passion project kind of for him. Uh, I... I really want this to be good. I want a new original sci-fi to be great, you know, and to be to be a big success. And you know, they've spent a lot of money on this movie, so I, I think it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough for it to make back. But I actually liked Passengers last year. Most people didn't like it. I I, I didn't hate Jupiter Ascending as much as most people, even though it's obvious it's not a great movie. Um, but uh, I just feel like a lot of these original even though it's based on a property as far as it's not part of like a franchise these original sci-fi films it's not part of like star wars or star trek or whatever and i just haven't done well and they haven't been able to kind of take off and and uh and so i would be so excited if this did take off because it looks so creative i love the visuals that i'm seeing uh it looks really interesting and so i'm i'm hopeful that it's good and it's not boring and i don't know so what are your thoughts on on this I mean, well, first of all, did you see the trailer that came out last week for it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I like the first trailer. I really love this newest trailer. Yeah. Um, it's definitely one of the movies I'm most looking forward to. I'm not a big sci-fi nerd. I like, I like Star Wars, but I feel like this is everything I would love for Star Wars to be based on the trailer. I mean, I could be wrong. I really hope I'm not, but I think it looks great. And yeah. I love the cast. Uh, the director did The Fifth Element, which is a really yeah. good movie. Right. Uh, so I think everything's pointing up for me on this. Person. Yeah. yeah, I mean, my only real concern is uh, is Cara Delevingne, because I did just really uh, didn't like her in Suicide Squad. So have you seen I her in other things, though? I, mean, I think she's good. It, Suicide Squad is a fluke for her, I think. Okay. I haven't seen, no, I have not. So uh, I have not seen everything. So I, I'm really pulling for this movie. I want it to be good. Uh, so we will see. Uh, we'll see how it is. Um, okay. Uh, the, then the last of these comedies uh, is uh, the, it's called Girls Trip. So it's the last of these raunchy women comedies of this summer. Um, and this does have another strong cast. You've got Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett Smith, Regina Hall. But I think this looks like the weakest of the three uh, raunchy girl movies, personally. Uh, it looked pretty cliched and it looked, uh, I don't know, it just didn't look that funny to me. Um, this kind of, kind of looked like a Tyler Perry movie 
to me. Uh, and um, but I don't know. What did you think of Girls Trip? I mean, I think it definitely looks the raunchiest of them all. Um, but personally, I think it looked like I was cracking up just watching the trailer. I mean, we have we have different uh, <laughs> movies for sure, but yeah, I mean, it's it seems really really dirty, but uh, uh -huh. just it just felt like it's uh, crossing boundaries that I didn't expect. And they probably shouldn't with how dirty they're getting, but uh, it just threw me off so much that I couldn't help but laugh. So I'm I'm looking forward to this. I heard about this movie a long time ago, but I was like, uh, not interested in it until I saw the trailer. But I love Regina Hall too. So yeah, great cast. You can't you can't deny the the cast. So I, I hope it's I hope it's good. I hope it, it's funny for those yeah. interested in in that kind of thing. So, <laughs> I am, so. Uh, yeah. For sure. Um, okay, so July 28th, uh, we have a movie called Atomic Blonde coming out. This is uh, Char Charlize Theron, uh, and she's become kind of an action star in a way after Mad Max Fury Road and other things. And uh, this just definitely doesn't look like my my cup of tea, but it does look like it's very well made and very intense. And I thought it was a very effective trailer for what it's trying to sell. Yeah, I think the trailer definitely uh, worked. I think I, I think I will like the trailer more than I'll like the movie itself. Like uh, I love Killer Queen, and it just fit so well in the trailer. Yeah. That song. That's true. Uh, yeah, um, but I I'm not optimistic about loving this. I think it will be a good movie, but a good movie for other people and not necessarily right. me. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, and apparently, Charlize Theron she cracked two teeth while filming this. Uh, so she must have some intense action scenes going on. They looked pretty intense, I thought, the action yeah. in the trailer. Yeah, you're so right, because here's this movie about uh, about this killer woman, you know, this this woman, tough, you know, crazy woman to have killer queen was really smart. It mm -hmm. just worked. It was really good. So, yeah, not probably not something I'll see, but I, I think it looked like good. It looked like it was going to be good for that kind of movie. So there you go. Um, so we only have one more to talk about. It's called The Dark Tower. There's no trailer for this yet. We've got some posters. Um, but uh, this is Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey in a, an adaptation of the uh, Stephen King, the first, I guess, of the Stephen King Dark Tower novels. Uh, I don't know anything about those novels. I just know they're really long. <laughs> I haven't read I haven't read them. Uh, but uh, I don't know. The, the footage shots, it looks pretty cool. looks like it's got some atmosphere, and the the poster was pretty good. Um, but, uh, I don't know, are you looking forward to this at all? or? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to have much of an opinion before I see right. the trailer. Right. Um, but I, I think it'll be good. I like Stephen King. Um, and out of the two releases that weekend, I think this is probably the one that I'll choose to see. I mean, I, I go see a movie every week, and I, usually right. it's a movie that came out that weekend. Um, so I think this is probably what I would lean towards, but, um, it's hard to say. I, I like the cast. That's, that's about all I can say at this point. Okay. So, so we are not going to talk about August. We'll save that for another podcast. Um, and, uh, but out of all these, I, what, which one, I guess, are you, what, which one are you most anticipating and least anticipating? Yeah. I mean, I, I think we both know what we're most anticipating. We both said we're, working yeah. Planet of the Apes. But I, I think other than that, gosh, um, it's got to be a toss-up between Guardians 2 
and Valerian, I think, and maybe Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And All Dunkirk. Dunkirk. That's probably be my. Mm-hmm. Those probably be my top. What like top five? Yeah. Um, and I. Uh, and the least I just Transformers. I I just have no. I, I'm really not looking forward to that. Yeah, I think uh, I've so. put King Arthur as my least. Yeah, that one too. Yeah, that one too. Um, okay, so great. Well, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter uh, at the David Healy T H E D A V I D H E A F Y. Um, I mostly tweet about Survivor, um, so. <laughs> Or you can join Film Freaks on Facebook. Um, I think if you type in facebook.com and you put uh, backslash, I think it's Film Freaks group. And you can join that way. Great. Well, thanks so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. And, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll have to get together and do a little uh, summary at the end and see what we thought of all these. For sure. Yeah. That'll be fun. Sounds oh. good.